Hello, this is Mish Hancock. You are listening to Mishmash. This is a show where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, and wonderful people of this world, people I love and adore and want to know more about. My guest today is Ed Reggie. He describes himself as a humble storyteller and futurist, living proof that Steve Hawkins and Jonathan Winters could have a child together. That is hilarious, and it's so you. Well, Hi, thank Ed. you. I am so glad to be here. I am so glad you're here, too. And I just, I'm so, we've... We finally got to like meet, meet not too long ago. Like we right. knew each other oh, yeah. and we'd see yeah, each other yeah. like, hey, how's it going? Hug, sure. hug, hey. Yeah. But we finally like get to, got to sit down sit at down some point. And have a little nosh. Like and, a little nosh and sit and talk and, and chat schmooze. And be, and oh my gosh, I, I could have spent all day. I think we did actually. We I think we kind of did. We were like, we gosh, like oh my gosh, gosh it's meetings like, to go to and yeah, stuff. We were like, it's, <laughs> it's been six hours. <laughs> <laughs> we we reached a bladder infection moment. Like we we got to get up and go to the bathroom. No, it was great. So okay, where does your have you always been witty? Have you uh, always just had it? You know, I think so. I mean, maybe not. I mean, I wasn't really very. Um, when I was younger, I I stuttered for the first like. Uh, Kindergarten, really? first grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I sort of didn't really. I mean, I still did kind of like was goofy, right? Because I was sort of like you know, you know, be goofy, so they'll laugh at that and not laugh at the stutter. You know, <laughs> don't, but, notice the stutter. Right, don't notice the stutter. I'm going to be goofy right now. Pay attention to this over here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but it definitely, I think, as my teachers, you know, in school, you know, I mean, they helped obviously speech doctors and volunteer parents. I mean, it was just reading out loud and it wasn't really a hard issue for me to overcome. Okay. So so by the time I got to third grade, I would say to people they couldn't shut me up. So I was like, you know, I was the volunteer that would read every passage got like ya. in classroom. So I kind of became a nerd in that respect. You know, people were like, <laughs> it turned to shift by third or fourth grade. People were like, oh, teacher's he's, pet. Teacher's pet. He's a nerd. And really, you're just like, I just feel like talking. And here's my like opportunity. Talking. I was like the wolf blitzer in third grade. <laughs> I didn't shout as much. Oh, oh, my gosh. I was just talking about shouting not too long ago oh, with someone. Wolf blitzer. Well, <laughs> it's why I can't watch Al Pacino movies. Because he, he yells he in does. every yeah. single movie. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. my thought is when you're creating a movie and if one of your characters is going to yell a lot, you call an Al. You call an Al. <laughs> or Wolf Blitzer. Or Wolf Blitzer. Think about it. When you ever listen to him, he's just he, always shouting. He does shout. Everything. And don't you think it's kind of weird that he just starts, like, I can't imagine being on camera and just shouting the whole time at the camera. The whole time. The whole time. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what is. Shut up, I wonder Wolf. If he, what fools us. I always think secretly inside. Maybe he like goes home and he goes fooled them all. <laughs> like he whispers everything. You know? Like when you at home, he's just like, "Could you pass the salt?" salt. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that I goofy. goofy. I, I, I've always been goofy. I love it. Goofy and nerdy. And nerdy. Maybe they go at hands the same with, time. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds like the Seven Dwarfs. Is there a Goofy? There is no, a Goofy. The Goofy is oh, no, the other guy. Oh, that's a different, that's that's the dog. Is it a dog? Yeah, goofy? it's yeah. a dog, yeah. We Pluto just, and Goofy. I always we just get them did mixed the up. Disney World thing again. Oh, that's right. I saw your photos on Facebook. I know. You did it all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you must well, have had like the, oh, <laughs> the extended it, 24-hour pass. This is, it was the cheer competition for too. my daughter. I know. And so that's what brought us there again. Yeah. I have been there way more than you a could, person should have to go. Right. Um, not, I mean, I'm just yeah. not a big Disney no, no, World it, fan. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a very interesting place. Yeah. Have you ever been? You know, I, d- d- you went to Disneyland. 
world. Well, world. No, with like I've Florida. been to Disneyland. This is funny because I, for a little short time, actor lived in L.A. So I did Disneyland. Okay, but I've never done Disney World. Yeah, isn't it's that funny? A, it's I should huge. go. I everyone says now with the Star Wars. Isn't there a big yeah, thing? Well, or is I, it not there, there yet? There's. You might be thinking uni, just Universal. There's Universal Studios. No, I think Disney owns. But di- oh, you're right. They, they're and they a have big, a Star they, Tours. They do, oh, okay, which is Star Tours. Funny. Okay. You know, so it's like you're going to go yeah. to Tatooine, and right. you know you're going to be on your Star Cruiser. Did and... they tattoo someone? Star- <laughs> Did you say tattooing? Tattooing. Well, it's where Luke Skywalker. Oh, tattooing. His... <laughs> I thought you said tattoo. It's they, like I can see little children like. <laughs> I don't want a Wookiee. Oh my god! I don't want you Darth imagine? Vader. You don't get to choose. When you go That's there, like you have stu- to get like. Oh a my gosh! I think I just thought of a. I think I just thought of a startup uh, business. Like you could put your arm into something. Oh my gosh! Like I just <laughs> and was it would, doing uh, this. Like automatically like, yeah, tattoos. You put your arm and it just automatically tattoos. Well, why not? I mean, they can do Let's everything. Let's get okay. Kelly Hamilton on that. Come on, okay. EQ. What are we going to call it? Insta tattoo is not cool uh, enough. We got to cool come up with enough. something it's gotta better. Be like, it's got to just like be T period. T period. Well, yeah. yeah. And like, then, <laughs> and then like, there'd be like those weird commercials where it's like just nobody knows what you the just, hell it is. You just put your hand in there. It's kind of frightening. But at the same time, it comes out, oh, look. <laughs> Wait, and, but, you know, can you, like, you got your little kids. You're like, uh, stick your hand in there. They're like, Get no. Get the Mickey Mouse tattoo now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my word. It's the way you can prove you've been to Disney World. That's it. Yes. That's it. That's... I think Disney World, I would love to go. Actually, I had a friend of mine, a very close friend, go to the whole Harry Potter. Isn't there a whole no, Harry? That's, that's, that's universal. That's universal. I get them all made. But they, but, they, yeah, they well, loved it. Yeah, well, it's a park it. of some oh, sort in God. Florida. They were like, it was just amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would love to go to that. I really would. I mean, I that that would be fun. You know, but because I've done Disney World way oh, too yeah. many times. Too many times. Yeah. Too many times. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting environment. Um, all right. So I want to talk to you. Okay. So tell me about acting. I mean, you've been doing this for 20 years? 20, 20 years. Uh, I Yeah. I mean, I always try to like keep it lower so that my agent doesn't know my years? age. 15 years? Okay. I gotcha. 14 and a half. You know, who's counting? <laughs> so every year it just gets less. Uh, um so uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I you know, I'm I'm a transplant here from from Brooklyn, New York. I always mm-hmm. kind of give that intro, and because uh, it's required, I'll always be from Brooklyn. <laughs> like no matter how many years I'm here, I mean, I still travel and do shows every weekend. I I leave St. Louis to go do shows and right. come back. Right. And and people always still introduce me. <laughs> it's from Brooklyn, New York. It's funny <laughs> because people I work a lot with some St. Louis actors, you know, and people from Chicago, and they're like, "Wait, you live in St. Louis for the last fifteen plus so years." Why are you- like, we haven't claimed you yet? Well, I think there's part of that. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, blame St. Louis, but I am. Because, you know, when they ask for the whole high, high school, school thing, you know. Right. It, I just throw them. I like to throw them off. I go Rosati Kane. <laughs> I just do. I just mess with people. I just mess with people. Oh, I, just, I love I ma- that. Or I make up, like, Tarkio High School. High school. They're like, Tar- Tarkio? Yeah, there was a Tarkio College. I didn't know they had a high school. Oh, it burned down with the college. You know, I mean, just see what happens. But that's part of it. The other part is, you know, I, I, I mean, you, you, there's something about, and I think this is the part that gets New Yorkers in trouble. But you know, when you're from Brooklyn, when you're from New York City, I think the metropolitan area, you, you, you just always feel like you're. It's like a tribe. Gotcha. It's like a culture of itself. So, gotcha. so I've always been doing acting. I mean, I did. I went to a sort of a, a school of performing arts. Not everyone goes like fame, and I always say like, oh, no, we did not fame. dance. It's so. Or sing in the cafeteria. See, don't you wish you could though? I, you know, I always the thing that amazed me about that show was that they all they never could get the choreography in <laughs> dance class, but then the streets on the taxi cab—they were awesome. They were precise. I've never 
never thought of that, but that's I mean, so that's, true. Yeah. So, so I've been doing acting since really I kind of made the shift like in high school and uh, never looked back. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with Ed Reggie in just a moment. And we're back with Mishmash, and we're talking to Ed Reggie. Oh, my gosh. I wish people could have heard us in the meantime. We were cracking ourselves up. We were serious. <laughs> we were. It was a very, very, serious, very serious discussion. Dry. Very quiet. We reflected on the best work of uh, Steven Spielberg, Schindler's List. Yes. Yes. That is a movie. It's a movie. A sad movie. It was a good movie. It's a great movie. It's one everybody should it's see. It's my go-to movie. I'm not kidding you. When I really? do too much comedy, I go to that movie. Really? Because it's so serious. It's so Sometimes serious. Sometimes you just got to like watch it and go, like I thought I had a bad day. See, that's a movie Seriously. I can only watch once. I'm being serious. Like, you know, you just have to sometimes go like, you know, I like a good real, especially if it's real. Right. You know, story of like, wow. Do you like kind of bring it down. super wacky movies? Like, what is your favorite wackiest? Like, is oh, there? Oh, my you... favorite movie, of course. I mean, it's hands down Mrs. Doubtfire. Really? Oh, my word. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Eugene Doubtfire here. Oh, thank you. You little cheeky monkey. I could do the whole, yeah. Because they're making it into, they were, you know, making a two before, oh, really? unfortunately, sadly, Robin Williams passed away. You know, the whole tragic thing there. And uh, talk about comedy and tragedy. Fine line. But uh, so they're, I think they're, they kind of put it on hold. They're going to, you know, I think they're regrouping. Okay. But uh, that was a big thing because they've been wanting to make a, a two for like years because that's how Hollywood works. But uh, <laughs> they're also making a musical. The same group that made Kinky Boots. So it's Harvey oh, Firestein. Oh, my gosh. Cindy Lauper uh, and uh, Jerry Mitchell, choreographer. Uh, or we're going to do uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, the live musical, which is which I think I have more hope for because, yeah, you know, there's, because of the it's going to be changed. It. It's going to be changed and morphed and, and made into a contemporary. I loved Kinky yeah. Boots. When Kinky, the, I loved phenomenal. that movie. Love the movie. I loved the movie. And when I love found the out they were going to make it, I'm like, that is an awesome it's idea. A great, it's a great feel good, uh, you know, you watch the musical and, and or the movie and you're right. just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, this is Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire, hands okay, down. do you like the Coen brothers at all? Are you like, oh, I, brother, where art thou and I do, all those? I do like them. I, they're, no, they're definitely funny. I mean, uh, but it's a different kind. You know, it's a very, you know, um, intellectual, kind of like meta, you know, kind oh, of. Oh, thanks for saying that, because I'm like, good. those are my favorite movies. No, oh, good, intellectual. It's, it's comedy. All right. But it's very intellectual. <laughs> it's very like, you know, sometimes I just like a good like over the top, you know that old Tom and Jerry yeah. kind of like, right, right, right. which is physical. I, I you know this um, the series that uh, right now is I think it's Miranda. It's called because she's a British actress comedian. I don't and know. And she's got this a series one. you can get it on Hulu or Netflix. You know it's called Miranda. Her name is Miranda. I forgot her last name. It's British. I should know her last name because she's, <laughs> but it's like some British last name. Insert okay. British last name. I just butchered her. You know, but uh, but she's hysterical. Uh, and she's like six foot four. She's just this tall, you know, but it's physical. Everything okay. about it. The, it's like Carol Burnett. I feel like gotcha. I'm watching a young Carol Burnett. Oh, fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Little sitcom. And you're into improv. I which am. Which you're probably awesome at because you had to be quick witted to, 
to be able, you have to be quick thinking. Yeah. Don't well, you, you know think? what? That's what everyone's, I mean, not that, you know, people no, do ahead, say that. Me. People do say I'm, that. So, I, I'm not knowledgeable I, about improv, so yeah. you can so enlighten me. A lot of people think that. I think the general audiences say that, you know, I mean, they definitely say that after shows. They'll say, oh my gosh, I never could do that. You know, I never could think that fast. And actually, you know, it's really the opposite. It's actually not thinking at all. Because if, you know, and I always say this to my students, I do a lot of teaching of improv, and I say that if, um, you know, there's there's different kinds of improv artists, right. actors, performers, but there are some that are like Robin Williams who can absolutely shift. In other words, in his head, he is thinking so fast, he's character generating, you know, he's almost like a playwright, a screenwriter, right. like live in his mind. Uh, but the rest of us have to actually improvise. Okay. And I say, meaning that's a, I mean, meaning that you just have to not think about it and just listen and see where it takes you. You really can't pre-think. Right. So it's actually harder to do that, actually. I mean, that's yeah. not easy either itself. But but the whole, I think people who are witty, like stand-up comics and stuff like people like that, which we watch and people say, oh, I could never do it. They're writing it. They've written it. They've rehearsed it. Exactly. They've practiced it. And um so yeah, so I like the I like the the um, sense of going on stage and not knowing at all. It seems like you have to be rather courageous to do that. Oh, you never you seen know? a lot of my shows. <laughs> <laughs> you've not, actually you've never seen a lot of improv shows. <laughs> a lot of them are not courageous. They're not courageous. No, no. I mean, no, just to get no. up in front of people though and be willing to you'd just be, be that. You know, but you'd be surprised in in a lot of improv. There's, there's like this short. We, it's so weird that in the improv world, we've gotten kind of like opera-ish, like like real inside inside baseball. So I'm okay. giving you, I'm giving you right now on the mishmash, the inside baseball of improv. Ooh. There's this thing called short form, which is like whose lines anyway. It's games. Okay. It's like quicks. We call it short form because it's like oh, a little game. It's over. Audience applauds. We go on to the next game. Right. Right. That's what most people know because of whose lines anyway. But the, there's another format which has been around for years in Chicago. I was I studied at Second City, and it's called long form. And that's like where you get a suggestion, and then you do a whole show for like 40 minutes, an hour, you know, just that, based on that kind of one suggestion. Right. So it looks more like a play or a sitcom. Okay. And I tell people when you do either of those, but mostly in short form, which is the what public likes to watch, you ask for stuff, they pretty much give you the same thing. Oh, it's amazing. Really? Oh, if I ask for an animal, oh, give me an animal that's in a petting zoo. You know, for a while there, people who promoted llamas were doing a good job. Because <laughs> I couldn't, I would say like, like a llama. That's what we do, a little trick. Like, right. Like a hedgehog. Right. Because we, in other words, we're saying, don't give us that. So no one said like unicorn. No. Unicorns. Really? No. It's amazing how audiences are scripted. That's what we within the worlds of improv. We we laugh at that because we'll say like, "Give me a dangerous occupation." Like we have to say, I have to say like, like a firefighter, like a police officer, like a mountain. Because they're going to say they're going to say right? those. I mean, I don't. I try not to give more than one, but because then it's a list, right? You know? And then you're like, <laughs> you're basically <laughs> or this or yeah, that. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, yeah, they do. bus driver. You, you pop their balloon, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's in that way, it's challenging for the audience to be in the moment. Gotcha. Like improvise. So yeah. I think that's cool. It is a little bit inside baseball there. It's a little inside but when you get something that we never get, oh, my cast, when we're on stage and we get something like, you know, that's some we've never, ever, like I've been doing this 25 years. You know, it's like never got, we're like, oh, we're like, it's yeah. like candy. Oh, we're just going to go, we're going to go on forever. Just like, craziness. You get the hook. 
Oh my gosh. And those are usually the best moments because well, we're Well, I would think so because yeah. then you're like, if you feel like you're doing the, it's not really improv when you're like, Correct. we kind of did this again. I know. Do, and oh, we try not llama, to. the llama, damn it. Yeah, llama again. <laughs> oh. Llamas are so boring. I'm telling you, I was convinced for a while there, like from 92 to 94, the people who marketed like llamas. <laughs> the, uh, they, they went to every improv Sometimes show. people yelled at alpaca. I'm like, you're thinking llama. Get it straight. <laughs> Like, I knew it because someone would say, alpaca. I'm like, no, it's a llama. That's is what there you're... a difference between a llama and a... I don't even know. I think there is. They both spit. They do. They both, <laughs> they both do. And you both have to duck. Like, that's why when... Have you ever been to a llama, alpaca-like farm? I cannot say they, I have. They have the fences, unlike horses and other kind of large... The, 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 they have like a... There's like a gap, like a four foot... I'm trying to do it. We're on radio. So, like, okay. we're on podcast. So, like, visually, like, audience, you can you see my see hands him. right now. His hands are... So, okay. uh, they have like a three foot, four foot, like 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 where there's a total no fence, and I'm like, well, why would they not oh. duck and get under? Like, would they not? And it's so that when you're in there and they're ready to kill you, you could roll out. <laughs> I learned that. No I learned way. that. I was at some Florida farm, alpaca farm, with a friend had duck and roll. You just they, I need to know they'll this. Group up. They'll group up and they'll come for you. I'm they're, not kidding you. And then like, I'm like, that's why that's there. Because they so don't evil. get under. They could totally get under. They could crawl <laughs> under. No. Dumb, the new phrase, dumb as so, alpaca. So wear, wear like your little knee pads and everything when you go to the llama farm in case you have to duck and roll out you of there. You just have to be roll. Like yeah, yeah, knee pads, whatever you need. Maybe some bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Okay. Good. good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Ed, you're so hilarious. This is too much fun. We have to take a break. break. We're going to take a quick break and quick we'll break. be back with and we'll Ed We'll talk Vanty. about other things that they'll never hear. And crazy alpacas. <laughs> Hi, this is Sam for 100th Monkey Media. 100th Monkey Media specializes in affordable social media solutions for the small to medium-sized business. Their goal is to make it easy and to create an awesome social media presence for you. Learn more at 100thmm.com or call 636-789-1776. Okay, you are listening to Mishmash. I've been cracking up the whole time when Ed and I, in between, in between times, we're cracking up. So, Ed Reggie. Yes. I get to ask you wacky questions now. Oh, I love this segment. This is this is my wacky question time. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you are a bearded individual. I am bearded. If you could make your beard out of any other anything, what would it be? I would make it out of unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> I just—I was gonna say alpaca, See, but I fought myself. I did. I was—I was so trained to say llama well, or alpaca. Like, like yeah. with a little unicorn, unicorn things. Like, like if somebody ones. couldn't ones. hug you, because it might like. Oh, oh, watch out for the unicorn. Horns. I think unicorn horns are soft though. Oh. I think they look they're hard. Fluffy. They're kind of, but they're like when you touch them, they probably like it's like jello. So it's not made out of like no. keratin. No, no, it's no. It's jello. No, it's like. Skittles, cotton candy. Cotton candy. Ooh. But it forms itself. It kind of comes back. Because <laughs> like, it doesn't like, you wouldn't imagine a messed up unicorn. Like, you're like, oh, he has to go back to unicorn hair, hair school. Like the hairdresser. Oh, you messed it's, up today. Oh, look at his poor hair uh, horn. What? That's a good one. So yeah. let it bounce back then. Like, it would totally it was, bounce back. Okay, yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> That's yeah. why I think cotton candy would my, be my, Now my nerdy side would say like, like wires, like you know those ribbon. Like I don't know if we even know what that means anymore. Like ribbon <laughs> cables. Like every every millennial is going ribbon cable. What is, is that an app? It's not in is Wi-Fi. That an app? Like rib- <laughs> I have ribbon cable on my my phone. It communicates to other people who like ribbons. 
It's like a, it's like a craft app. Why not? We a Ribbon. craft app. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there you that's go. hilarious. I love it. Okay, <laughs> unicorn, wires. unicorn. I'm I'm envisioning things in my head. Mm. Um. Okay, I like that. Unicorns. Unicorns. Okay, now you are a futurist. I I am. I always like to say I'm a, like futurist, a futurist in training. A futurist in, in training. training. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. We're gonna we're gonna do a futurist training session. Then. Oh, I love this. Um, and you you are a movie lover. I am a movie. Okay, lover. so tell me the future of movies. What's gonna happen in the future of movies? Like, oh. where is it going? All right, this is good. I I actually think I'm big on I'm big on the 360. You know, film filming. Ooh. Do you know about you know? It's, I know Oculus is a big you know throw it around word. You right, know, right, right. But but just the filming. I mean, right now we're just in the beginning days. I right. mean, really, really, truly. But I really, I don't know if you saw uh, Frontline. You know, just PBS Frontline just okay. teamed up with another production house uh, based, I think, out of like Seattle, and they filmed a, a you know the sort of horrible, horrific things in Sudan, and they did a like a twenty minute, like it was like 15, 20 minute. Like frontline episode right. in 360. You had really? to watch it. Mm-hmm. You could watch it on their, I think, on their frontline Facebook page, and you know. But you have to, you know. Now you could use the phone and or your iPad and just okay. touch the screen if you don't have an actual viewer. But you can also hold your iPad up and move it around. And literally, really? it, it forces you to kind okay, of that's follow. Amazing. You know, it's the first. You know, filmmaking in general. Some have tried. But we've never made the lead in a film the actual location, and the 360 can you know can make what you mean. can make an event or a specific location the star, because no longer a character is important because you move right. around exactly. So they plop this. I don't know if you've seen them do the production. They no. plop these cameras. They're literally filming. There's this, different ways you could do it. Some cameras have like a lens that films 360. Others have like. 20 cameras, like imagine 20 GoPros. Right, right. All, you know, and they're and then they have this software that splices them to make a 360. But what happens, they these production people have to go out in the middle of wherever they're in streets of uh, Bali or whatever they're, you know, wherever they're doing their filming, plop this thing down, set up some audio near it so they get live audio. Right. And then run away out of the frame, like 20 yards. It's like the antithesis to filmmaking. <laughs> so no, there's not like, it's not like you're yeah. directing, you're just avoiding. Oh, you are. <laughs> You're like, quick, duck, get down. Duck and, and then roll. You, have to, you have to be careful. You have to be conscious of that the world's going to happen around you. Mm-hmm. Are they going to go to the camera? Are they going to stop because this is here? So they're, they're really trying to play with this to make sure that people won't do that. So, so I think filmmaking, when you said, now I don't think that'll be like, you know, in, you know it won't be something year. at the Esquire. Well, gotcha. it, it may never be commercial. Okay. But I think that's to me fascinating. That is truly fascinating to me. But that, could it be commercial if they made it in a way where you now get to be the lead character? Well, that's the whole aug- augmented reality yeah. Um, filmmaking. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of maybe. I don't know. 3D film, all that premise, you know, that they made the TVs and they came and left. They're gone. Right, right, no one's right, pre- right. I think everyone officially said it. CES, Wait, no that's more. That's right. They're I gone. forgot no that 3D the TVs even existed. Even the curved Samsung tried to per- push. Let's let's make TVs curved. Gone. They're not going to be made anymore. I think it was the glasses that you had to sit there and wear yes. the whole time. It yes. seemed wonky and like yeah. it would kill your eyeballs yeah. or something. And let's face it. Every 3D film that's made is sort of like a bad porn <laughs> I mean, it's just sort of like you know, we're gonna like go there. They're going well. They're going out. They're going out of their way to like you know. It's just really not. It's you know, like well, remember yeah, the 80s, how they yeah. They it's would like, like it's like the, oh, like this Halloween three D jumps out. They're, right, right. They're just like you. You can almost feel it. Like, like they're oh, happen. here comes the here the com- rake. Yeah, right, it's gonna come or the chainsaw <laughs> is gonna come out gratuitously face the audience. So you're never really 
you're never really scared. I get you. Or, you know, I brought porn up. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> we didn't go to any extent of it where we no, had to like, no, you no. know, cut things out. I just out referenced or... it. I didn't really talk about it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. So my next question. And, and so recently Prince passed away. Yes. And I had, I did not expect me to have the kind of reaction I had. I mean, I, I mean, right. I love Prince, grew up with right. Prince, you know, yeah. Purple oh, Rain, Purple oh, Rain, totally. all that. Totally. And and I, you know, and I mean, other other celebrities and artists have died in the past and I've been like, oh gosh, yep. wow, you know. Yep. yep. This one was like a whole different experience. It was like, like the planet shifted or something. It did. So has that ever happened with you with any other celebrity or artist out there where you're like, wow, I feel like the earth just miss something like something something went away that we need that energy here or just yeah, kind of that weird yeah, a little you know to a degree uh you know i'm i'm gonna be honest with you i'm sort of cynical you know like i mean i think you know you know yeah, i mean no. i don't want to take that away from <laughs> no, no, you no, i totally but get for it me after the first 24 hours i was like prince is dead yeah let's he get died. over it okay you know? yeah right like i'm, I'm well, not trying to be me i mean too. i'm very i'm very I, sad i'm kind of that way too and that's but why it's a little i was bit, like wow, all, all the avatars turn your face purple the spontaneous Gosh, celebrations no, and, and also memorial. I missed that. It was a little bit. Thing. It was a little much. It, huh. it, and I and I'm not trying to degrade. You know, I mean, no, I, no, no. I, I get, get it. it. I get it. I love Prince, but you know, I also feel like now there are some people. I think the ones that are not public are more closer to me, like my mentors. Gotcha. Mentors for me when they pass. It's like, wow. Wow, yeah. Yeah, like only because I really think, will the next generation get to hear their stories or watch their films or, you know, especially if it's someone not popular, not right. famous or director. Well, um, is there someone, th- though, that you feel is they're not popular, but and it's surprising they're not? Paul Sills. Well, I mean, the mentor, my mentor in improv for the, like 10, 12 years when I studied with him was Paul Sells. He's the one that founded Second City. Really? Yeah. And so and his mom was Viola Spolin, who created this whole art form in the 50s in Chicago. So, you know, when Paul passed away, uh, you know, at a ripe age of in his late 80s, you know, he lived a long life. Right. You know, he never was commercial. He never was famous. He's the man behind everything we know of. Isn't that in, interesting? You know, the modern sitcom. When you watch Blackish or you watch uh, All Enough, anything you watch, it came from Paul. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't literally come from him, but it no, came no, from I his know, school. No, no, I know, but that, that's sort of like Correct. that, that yep. sort of Absolutely. recipe. Absolutely. He changed the way we watch uh, live theater, and then it translated to television and film. I always find yeah. that fascinating when there's this person that's created something and, like, nobody knows they're the right. creator of it. But he chose that. I will say it wasn't like a, you know, he, he I think he personally ch- wrestled with that. He didn't want to be commercial. I gotcha. Yeah. Ah, Which well, is okay, I think, you know. I'm going to have to go look up Paul. And Paul learn more about Sills. Him. Yep. Awesome. Well, Ed, we're out of time. What? What? I know. It went by that what? fast. Wait, I got a llama in the hallway. Okay, you're going to just have to come back. <laughs> Wait, let's go get the llama. <laughs> I so appreciate you being here. Thank I love you. and adore you. Thank you so thank much you, for you. being here. Thank you. And you've been listening to Mishmash. We will catch you next time. Mm-hmm.